Hey guys, it's Drew from Corner Nerds here telling you that Tom and Chi in Granville is back. They've got impressive meal deals, so here's what you can look forward to when you stop by to get cheesy. Start your week off with a $29.95 Monday meal deal that feeds a family of four. No one wants to cook to start the week, so go get cheesy instead. Plus, kids 12 and under eat free from 4 to 8 every Tuesday. Or enjoy a half-off grilled cheese donut every Wednesday from 4 to 8. And if you download the free Tom and Cheese app like I did, you can hop in every Thursday and get $3 classic grilled cheese sandwiches. Plus, if you're like Stacy and you need a gluten-free, they can take care of you. Tom and Chi is proud to support Chia, a locally made vegan cheese that tastes so good, cows are starting to get jealous. Find Tom and Chi on 44th Street, Granville, near Cabela's. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Court of Nerds, the one and only, the only one that matters, The Court of Nerds, number one in the game, nothing but illustrious guests, ball bags. I'm Drew. I'm John. And our guest this week is illustrious as all hell. He is the owner, operator, I'm sorry, co-owner, co-operator, respect, respect to D. Mad respect. Mad respect. Gavin from Tardy's Collector's Corner, open since forever, open till forever. What's up, guys? What's up, brother man? How's it going? It's a big week, dude. It's a fucking big week. It is a big week for nerds. It is a big week for comic fans. It is a fun week to be a part of this community because it is an Avengers week. Above all else, it is Avengers week. Look, the NFL draft is this week. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's NBA and NHL playoffs this week. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. There's something else probably this week. I don't give a damn. Ain't nothing's making more money than this movie this week. It is Avengers week. God damn right. And we're going to get to it. That is the main course of our delectable dining on this podcast. However, some other things have happened that I think we need to dive into while we've got Gavin here. Oh, shit. Well, you're a busy man, dude. You're, you're a man about town. You're all over the place. Dude, I've been fucking on the road for the last month. And that's what I want to talk to you about. You've yeah. been at some retailer summits. What are you hearing, man? You're, yeah, you're man. a man on the inside. So I, I mentioned a little bit. I talked about it a little bit off the air. But, man, so the retailer summit was at C2E2 this last week, and it was fantastic. They, it's, I'll back up. It's fantastic, but it's 14 hours. So, like... <laughs> It's fucking great. They take care of you. They feed you. They, you know, do all this different stuff. But the entire time, they're like, hey, let me tell you about this thing. I really want you guys to order these. You really need some of these. But, but <laughs> you it, need these foil variants, you son. You need them. You got to have them. If you're not getting every single book, 50 copies of the, the Z-list, you know, publisher, you need to be getting that. <laughs> exactly. So, but it's very cool. It's always it's always awesome. Got to meet Jim Lee there, which was super cool. Um, but we got to go to the Marvel uh, meeting retrospective thing, which was really cool. Usually, it's a lot of business. It's a lot of numbers being thrown at you. But this time, it was Jason Aaron and C.B. Silabuski talking to the retailers, and it was really cool because the last couple of years we've went, it's been a lot of. Last year, they they made everybody shut off their phones on the way into the room, and they showed a trailer, not even a trailer, like concept sketches for the Inhumans TV show, which does, has nothing to do with comic book industry, <laughs> really. You know, I'm like, they showed like what the characters are going to look like in their costumes, and it's like, oh, wow, that's cool. How am I going to sell books off that? That's great, <laughs> you know? Valid, uh, valid points. So so this year, C.B. Silabuski got to, you know, get up there and speak his piece, which was really uh, refreshing and I gotta say like I've been on here before talking about like Marvel needs to get their head back in the game this dude might do it he's he's got some like he made me feel a little bit like I used to where it's like 
Marvel's got the moves. They can write comic books. They know what they're doing. They've got the sauce. They've got the juice. They do. The juice is loose. They got Donny Cates writing like three books right now. Donny's so. got Donny had six books come out this week. <laughs> Donny's got yeah. six books hitting shelves this week. That's insane. And here might be the issue with Marvel and how I think they're going to make the same mistake they've made in the past. They find one writer they love and then hand over complete control. Absolutely. It's, it's bendising. You're bendising. And even DC, who got the coup of stealing Bendis, for whatever that's worth at this point <laughs> in his career, uh, you know, to give a sports analogy, it'd be like trading for Adrian Peterson now. Yeah, we've all heard of him, but who the hell cares? Um, but even DC is like, listen, Bendis, here's your corner of the sandbox. Stay in your fucking corner. <laughs> right, exactly. But Marvel's like, hey, you're a good writer. Here's 17 books. Burn yourself out and then hate us. It's, I mean, that's kind of their move, you know? And, and so I'm wondering if they're doing that again. So they went up, and like I was a little bit nervous about it, but it seems like they're spreading things around. Jason Aaron's going to be on Thor and a few other different... Like, I was kind of impressed, you know? CB came up and talked about his fandom, and like he's a huge X-Men guy. He wants to bring a lot of the, the cachet to the X-Men brand, because that's what he started off on. And I was like, all right, this dude's fucking doing it. He's talking about like what's going on. And then he opened it up for questions, and that was the worst thing. Like I was, oh, I was a little stars in my eyes. I'm like, oh man, Jason Aaron's a beast. Yeah, yeah. But no, to the retailers though, and how much Marvel has kind of stuck, like put the screws to us pretty hardcore lately. First guy gets up, and I'm like I said, I'm stars in my eyes a little bit. First guy gets up, and he's like, what's up with Amazon having downloadable graphic novels for 99 cents Marvel? And it was just like the dude from the back of the room threw a hatchet at his fucking face. Oh, God. It, and it just turned ugly. Like There was like 10 questions, and all of them were just like devastating haymaker questions where it's just like, and you could just see the sweat just pouring off his face because dude did not know the answers at all. Like he's, And that's the problem when you put a Jason Aaron or a CB in front of a crowd of... yeah. Retailers, right? Because they're not us, right? They're not John and I. They're not. They're not Ben and Grant. They're not, you know, Sledge and Stacy. <laughs> they don't give a damn what books you've written. They give a damn that the books you're writing aren't selling, right? Exactly. And what else everybody's getting that we're not, and all these big companies getting these benefits, and right? How are all these giant chain stores, you know, getting, you know, oh, they bought five hundred for one location, so you give them all these variants right exactly you know so but at the same time like i i still kind of all right well let's see what this dude's gonna do i mean like i kind of have a feeling that we'll see what's gonna happen in the next six months or so but like i'm at least a little bit optimistic and that hasn't happened in a little while for marvel you know marvel book wise has been mired in so much garbage <laughs> and part of that garbage has been the heads of the company killing off books or killing off entire franchises because the movie properties weren't working. And on that note, <laughs> was there any note on the Fantastic Four? There was, actually. Uh, did you, everybody see the teaser image in the I room? did see the teaser yeah. image. So it looks like we're getting the OG team back. OG team back. With, with some aged up Franklin and Val. Absolutely, and that's exactly what it is. They didn't give us much more than that, but just that brought some standing ovations in the room like everybody was like fuck yeah the question is is dan slot the guy to do it see that's the question like he's he's done great with spider-man but that's a solo book his silver surfer run is great yeah but that's a solo book right and that book works a lot on mike allred's art 
Yeah. Well, I mean, like, he wouldn't be able to tell that story without Mike Allred's art. I mean, no, that cosmic trippy shit. Well, he's just that dude that comes out of nowhere, like art ops and stuff like that, like uh, Madman. He's Trad Moore. Yeah. He's right. Trad Moore, a dude who was like, a, 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 you know, a fucking online artist who someone picked you up to do a book, and all of a sudden you're a god. And no one's doing it. Like, no one can imitate his style, or nobody wants to imitate his style, or whatever it well, is. It takes too long. That's a good <laughs> fucking point. Dude does his, his line work, John, to give you an idea. Trad Moore is like a more successful Scott Weigman's. Okay. And you know how intricate Scott's line work is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So Trad does that for big books. Huh. Luther yeah. Strode. Trad Moore did Luther oh, Strode. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm trying to think of a Trad Moore book you're familiar with. <laughs> yep, I know that one. That's good shit. So, again, it's Marvel trying to get back to their roots. I, and I hope so. I mean, like, I'm, I'm really interested in some of the, the announcements that they made. Um, like you said, I'm really nervous that they're going to burn Donny Cates out, but they're putting Donny Cates on Venom, and I'm really interested to see what he's, he's got. That's a perfect transition to things we're nervous about and Venom. Oh, God. Do we really want to do this? We got, we, I think we have to. I think we have to. The Venom trailer dropped today. It did. Uh, and <laughs> that's all I have to say. That's all. Well, this is the problem here. So, so John, you're trying to reserve judgment until we know more about the film, right? Because the cast isn't even listed fully online. We have no idea what the plot is now. Besides, it's going to be a journalist versus a mega corporation trying to go and get a symbiote. Ugh. Symbiote. Symbiote. Ugh. Just that sound. You know what she sounded like? She sounded like a teenage white girl trying to buy drugs for the first time. It sounded like somebody punched me in the balls when you just did that. Seriously, you know what it was? You know, and I don't know if either one of you were were uh, treated to the wonderful movie that was The Last Airbender. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ovatar. That yeah. was Ovatar. All I could keep thinking of was Ovatar. Ridiculous. And it made me want to die. Wait, like the M Night Shyamalan? The, the Manite. Manite Shyamalan. 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 Ding dong. So uh, when the last Airbender came out, James Cameron's Avatar had just come out, and the studio, in order to try and avoid confusion, a called the movie the Last Airbender, and b forced them to say Ovatar instead of Avatar. Interesting. The just, entire series is about how Ang is the Avatar. Just a big swing and a miss all and they the were way around. Ong, Ong instead of Ang, Ugh. because in that world they had to pronounce A's as O's. Because fuck me. Because <laughs> fuck me. And indeed. if they like, we talked about this in the Court of Nerds group chat. Yes, we did. If it's just this one sciency lady who I'm pretty sure dies, she seems like a disposable character. Yeah, oh, she's dead. She's probably dead. She's probably dead. <laughs> she's probably dead trying to get the symbiote onto Tom Hardy. Which is probably how Stacy would die in a fictional world. Um, but not oh, yeah. symbiote, it's her body. Anyways, long story. Uh, but we're hoping that it's just this one scientist who says it wrong. Well, and that everyone else says it right. And, and then you're just like, oh, it's just this one dumb bitch. I, I but get, we don't want to be those guys either, right? What, what, what guys? <laughs> we don't want to be like, oh, they're saying, I guess. I mean, no, everyone does. There is a way to <laughs> oh. say that word. <laughs> there is a way in the English language to say that word. This is not a made-up word that we're in, we're you know interpreting. Symbiote. That's how you say the word. Like that's that's the word. Oh, yeah. There's context. There's the '90s <laughs> Spider-Man. There's every version of Spider-Man that's ever had Venom that says it the same goddamn way. That will ruin that movie for me more than people hating on the CGI because the thing with the CGI, this movie doesn't come out until what October. Yeah. Right. They've got time to fix the CGI. But if that's how they're pronouncing that word through the whole movie, I'm done. I am out. I will not see it in theaters. So what you're saying is you're pretty passive on the subject, right? Well, all they did, it seemed like, in the trailers was add Venom 
into the trailers. Right, at like, Venom it was bits the because same, everyone bitched about it, yeah. It was the same trailers, like him going through the cars and like pushing the cars away, but you were thinking to yourself when the first teaser came out, why are those cars even moving? <laughs> and then you realize, oh, it's because it's the symbiote <laughs> pushing the cars away. No, You're like, come on! Like, <laughs> it's that Disney movie Monster Truck. The monster truck yes. is in a bike yes. now, and it's throwing yes. the cars out of the way. That's what I kept thinking when I was watching that. Yeah. That, I, I don't think it looks bad, though. I don't I'm think not willing to call it bad yet, but that, that symbiote. Like, I think I'm the, not going to get past I that. I think the Venom, I think Venom looks, like, visually okay. Like, yeah, absolutely. it's not, it's not. It's not bad in my eyes. I'm like, I think it looks okay. They fine-tune things, of course, but right. I don't think it looks bad. But here's the thing. It's Sony doing a Marvel movie, so we all expect it to be... It is either going to be dog shit, or it needs to be the best thing we've ever seen. Like, out of nowhere, Wonder Woman type of thing. You like, know, like, it needs to just kick ass. But what's Sony's the, Marvel the, vision doing, though? Like, wait, what's are that they just, like, it's like Sony's Marvel division or whatever. Are they just so I, like, well, all right, fuck it, because, you know, we're probably going to be bought out after this movie anyway, so. Right, because Sony <laughs> is very much so for sale. Yeah. Um, and, and again, this movie is not about to save them. But no. I think what they wanted to do was introduce Venom as an anti-hero and then kind of build the universe from there. But the problem, the problem I think they're going to run into is, is Venom an interesting enough character on his own without Spider-Man? I don't think so. And that's the, that's the question that has to be answered. Tom Hardy doing his standard pretty bad American accent. <laughs> like, he sounds the same in every movie, and I'm starting to wonder if Tom Hardy's that great of an actor. And again... You know, we haven't seen enough of this movie to judge it, but it doesn't look great so far. You know, and again, turning Eddie Brock from a newspaper journalist in, into a TV reporter, okay, whatever, small tweak. Having a Venom origin story that doesn't involve Spider-Man at all is a first. It is a first. So unless there's some kind of tie back to, oh yeah, we, uh, you know, we moved this symbiote <laughs> from New York to California... And Spider-Man pulled it off a, a, a spaceship. Then you've got your in. Right. And then if you're Marvel, you can go back and tell that story. But I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're trying to write Spider-Man out of the Venom story. Yes. And I don't know that you can do that. And that's I'm very curious to see how they do. I agree. I don't think you can. I mean, how does he get the look without Spider-Man? Right. right. It was like, like when they tried to write the space station out of Fantastic Four's origin story. Yes, exactly. You know, like, oh, we found a new way to give them their powers. Yeah, but you also, like, you know, you kind of fucked Doctor Doom pretty hard. Yeah. And, and, and no one's really forgiving you for that, like, <laughs> ever. You know? Movie was so. bad, and they should feel bad. That's one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen, like, legitimately, in my life. And I have seen some really bad movies. You know, a big thank you to Celebration Cinema for my movie pass, but when I was younger, I abused it and would just go see every movie. Sure. And I saw some bad movies. None of them were as bad as Fantastic Four. That's tranked. That's Hashtag damn. tranked. Yeah. So what I thought they should have done is instead of going Eddie Brock, this would have been confusing to the masses, but to the comic book fan, we would have lost our shit. If they would have just skipped the Eddie Brock thing and done the Rick Remender storyline. With Flash? With Flash and fucking, he's a amputee who was a, a right. soldier. Yeah. You can only bond for 24 hours with the symbiote and something happens where he just gets stuck out in the middle of nowhere. I think that story would have been awesome. You could have had a military sci-fi aspect to it. Instead of like, 
and that's how you get rid of the Spider-Man aspect of the story. But the problem there, my friend, is they introduced Flash in Spider-Man Homecoming. And they took that chess piece off the table. That's, oh yeah, you're right, shit. Yeah, and they're still trying to work in a shared universe with Marvel. Jeez, what a mess. What a shit show. Well, that's, Ben's big thing has been, I just want this Sony thing to be fucking over. Yeah, right. So I don't care yeah. if this is a good movie or not, I just want Sony to get theirs and to get the fuck out of the game. Legit. I mean, I, I can't believe that Disney hasn't stepped in. I don't know what Sony's asking or if it's even public knowledge what they're selling the company for, but it's fucking Disney. I can't believe that Disney hasn't just stepped in and been like, oh, what's that? All the money? Here you go. Now we can make all the money again. <laughs> they don't even need to buy Sony. They just need Spider-Man back. That's right. all they need is Spider-Man. You right, can have Sony's everything not else. give up its biggest chip, and technically Sony still has the Fantastic Four as well. Yeah. Or is that Fox? Fox. Oh, no, that's Fox. Fox. Ah, yeah. Either way, fuck them all. Um, Disney's already buying Fox, so it's over. The mouse owns everything. Check the bottom of your foot to see if he owns you. The yeah. infinity gauntlet of the mouse. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Star Wars. Do we want Marvel. Oh. <laughs> everything. Mind blown. <laughs> do we want to move to infinity gauntlet talk? I do. You want it? You're eager. I'm very ready for this. You movie. are chomping at the bit. So we've got Gavin here, and part of what we wanted to talk about with Avengers Week is, is this, uh, and Gavin, I, I want to see if this is real. This has been one of my favorite internet rumors is that when an Avengers movie comes out or when a big comic book movie comes out, comic book retailers get a little kiss. You get a little uptick in sales. Man, maybe that's true for a lot of stores. And I mean, like, I, I just I don't see it. I mean, it's it's cool. And we get a couple people who might come in and be like, oh, yeah, comic books. That's the thing my movies are about. Right. And then <laughs> when well, you have to you have to go, well, loosely. Yeah, right. They're like, well, my sandwich is done. See you later, nerd. And I'm like, oh, OK. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like a little bit, you know, we might see it'd be a very small uptick, you know, I mean, but there are people that come in and look for that. You know, it's usually it's weird. It's usually like six months to a year down the road. They'd be like, yeah, I watched that Infinity Gauntlet when it was out on DVD. And then after that, somebody told me that was a comic book first. And I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck have you been? What is yeah. happening? What right are now? you? <laughs> where did you come from? You're not a thing. But here's the thing that annoys our uh, collector, if he had money, friend Grant, is Aww. do you see prospectors? Do you see people coming in and maybe trying to buy your collectible Avengers Infinity Gauntlet stories? The ones that are on the wall that people can purchase at Tardy's Collector's Corner. They're the nice ones in the protective cases. Yes, all the fancies. Mm. Do people come in and try and get those at a low price, hoping that they're going to go up? Because that, I can tell you, you've seen when Spider-Man Homecoming came out, oh, yeah. prices skyrocketed for old Spidey books. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and Vulture, like, because... Vulture's a cool character, don't get me wrong, I enjoy all of... I, it, but first appearance of Vulture was worth what before the movie came well, out? I mean, it was still a couple hundred bucks because it was an early issue, but at the same time, like, everybody... Well, I mean, like, a better analogy is Black Panther. Mm. Um, we just got in a Black Panther, actually, a couple hours before we came here. We just got one. Um, uh, I'd say six years ago, we had one that sold for two twenty-five. now... And this is a beat copy is like four hundred bucks. I mean, that, wow! Just to show the the scale of where things go with these movies and stuff, because people are just jumping on it and they're like, "Well, this is my new favorite thing." Black Panther's a weird one though. Like people have been about that movie. Well, it, it shattered every record and it forced Saudi Arabia to show new movies. <laughs> Legit. Like that's that's what they did. They pried doors open. They kicked them down that weren't previously there. And, and again. For what Black Panther did and for what it was, a movie directed by an African-American, written by an African-American, starring 
majority African Americans. Absolutely. You know, you did something that hasn't been done before. You made a hit movie this way. And again, a hit superhero movie. Right. Exactly. And these characters, I mean, Shuri's already becoming a beloved Marvel character, mm-hmm. which is dope as shit. Hell yeah. And there's already speculation that she will end up being Riri and adopt the Iron Man armor. Really? Which that's, is what happens in the comics. That's interesting. So, again, yeah. things to look forward to, things to foreshadow. But, uh, you know, we and I want to mention this real quick. Yeah. We originally planned to do this this podcast uh, and have Gavin alongside our friend Don from the Comic Signal stop by. Don is not feeling well. We wish him a speedy recovery. And Don, slow down, you beautiful man. We need you around for a while, okay? Please take your health seriously, brother. Take take a second, Don. Take Just a calm second. Calm down. Calm down. You don't got to run all over the shop. And Don does the same thing that I do. I saw him in Chicago too. You know, he's running around. It. I mean, like he has a few health issues and stuff. You know, but going hard 14 hours all day. He's it, a kid, man. Absolutely. He's a, he's a kid stuck in this old man body. And you know what? <laughs> I feel bad for him because I wish he could be here tonight. But we'll catch up with Don later on this summer. For sure. Uh, Can't wait to have him back on. Nice guy. And and again, part of this awesome group of comic shop owners in West Michigan that just do things the right way and make it easy to be a comic book fan around here. So while we're we're talking Avengers, you know, we're talking Infinity War, uh, we're all seeing it together. We all have seats together at Celebration Cinema North in the IMAX. I'm super glad that John came in and like browbeat us into buy those tickets right now, guys. Just buy them. Like, hey, with us. There's two left in hey. the back row. Hey, buy fuckers. <laughs> These tickets are available right now. <laughs> right by us. Here. But. Here's your credit card. I got your wallet out. <laughs> so uh, this, this movie is shattering records once again. And uh, the, again, embargo for reviews was just recently lifted before we started recording. I have yet to read any reviews. You guys have yet to read any reviews. But I saw some Twitter instant reactions from people. And, John, I want to go to you first on this, which may surprise you. Okay. But the thing that I've seen the most from Twitter reactions so far is people referring to this as Marvel's Empire. This is their Strikes Back. This is going to be their greatest film. How does that make you, the Star Wars purist, feel? It makes me feel like there's going to be an ending that we are going to hate. And hate is in quotation marks, meaning, oh my god, we're going to love it, but damn, now I have to wait another year. Yeah. And that that's, was the other thing that that's was ending those what's tweets gonna, was, damn, a year is going to be a long time. I I have a feeling that it's just going to... My a prediction would be is he gets all six... And like him closing his fist is like the end scene or something like that. Something, something where it's just so cliffhangery where you're like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then you wait through the credits and you see Captain Marvel and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, here we go. And then that, and then you go from there. Like that would be like a killer ending for me just to be like, now, okay, now we got something to wait for. But if he has, like, four, if he has five, or if they do something with the Soul Stone, because we still have no idea yeah. what's going on with that one, who's bringing that in. And I even did a little research for myself. Who can actually beat Thanos when he has all six? And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out in my head where they're going with this, who they're going to introduce, and everything like that. So, yeah, I I think the Empire analogy is great. And if it is Empire, hot damn, we got another 10 years of movies that hopefully just keep going and going and going. Right. 
Well, and they're not only doing Thanos, but they're doing the Black Order, too. Yes. Which is relatively new characters, you know, but like, right. whoa. For those unfamiliar, uh, the Black Order created by Jonathan Hickman in 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something uh, like that. And, and badasses. Badasses. Now, here's the fun thing that I've been seeing is that when you see the Black Order in these trailers, there's a member of the Black Order missing. Really? Supergiant is not there. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, telepath who ends up being a an integral part of the Infinity storyline that Hickman wrote. A lot of people are speculating that Loki will end up filling that fifth spot in the Black Order. We know how Thanos is about having a certain number of things. That's right. Absolutely. Mm. So Ma- Makes jewelry in order to have those things. Right. So you have to wonder... Will we see, uh, John, as we would like to say, a heel turn from Loki after he just went babyface in Thor Ragnarok? I personally think Loki dies. Really? I think he takes the Tesseract and kills him. And the best metal album was made. A death, death of a god. Death of a god. I, death of a god. Like, if I were to pick people to die, which we'll probably do later, but so, okay, well, we'll just wait to do that then. We'll wait to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no death declarations this yeah. early. We'll wait. We'll wait. Um, I, one of the big things you're also seeing is that this is a movie that you're going to have to work really hard to avoid spoilers on because the whole movie is spoilery. I mean, apparently from the jump... People are not guessing right about what happens. And that, guys, I'm not going to lie to you, that, that has me more excited for this movie than anything else. I love not knowing what I'm getting going into the theater. When we went and saw John Wick, right? Were you with me when we saw that? The original. The yeah. original, the first John Wick. We just saw it because it was Keanu Reeves and it looked like there yeah. were guns. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason we went. Yeah, Keanu? Yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Right, Keanu with guns? Cool. I'm interested. <laughs> He's going to kick all the asses. And then you leave that movie and you're like, what did oh. we just watch? <laughs> Shit. Because that was did fantastic. Was take his dog? <laughs> oh. Oh, man. What, what if they boned his wife? <laughs> and like, so you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, wow, this movie came out of nowhere and caught me off guard. <clears throat> Now, Avengers Infinity War isn't going to have the luxury of being an indie sleeper. Right. But it also has the opportunity to catch us off guard, which is something I don't know if Marvel has done in a while. Disney's done it. Uh, which one? Oh, uh, Jedi. With, with Last Jedi. Right. Yeah. Everybody had their theories. And when they went in, they are like, I don't like it because it's not what I wanted. And that could have a good or, and or bad effect on this movie. All I know but is, I don't think it will. I, I don't think it will. If it's like Last Jedi, I'm going to have to hear about this for the next month and a half of people. Did you see that shit? What the fuck was that? <laughs> God damn it. I'm fucking ruined my childhood. Uh, there is some serious nerd rage that comes out of people, uh, especially when going to their local comic shop after going to a oh, movie yeah. like this. Oh, yeah. So that's, so that's one thing. Be nice to your local comic shop people. <laughs> yeah. Please. You know, I didn't do anything. Have, a, have an open discussion with them rather than just a rage at them. They didn't take my notes. I'm sorry. They may also have been mildly upset with the things that happened in said film. You Who should knows? bring them to Tom and Chi and have a, a wonderful conversation with them. Boom. For those that are unaware, that is how John and King Andy Budnick settled their differences about The Last Jedi was over grilled cheeses. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was a good time. Excellent. I think that's why he made you chubby in our family sketch, because he was mad at you. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, uh, Avengers Infinity War uh, hits theaters this week. It is the biggest movie in the world. But John, you were talking about how China may be screwing up the Avengers attempt... To be the biggest opening in the history of the world. 
So I hear that they're not opening Avengers Infinity War in China until May 11th. In which case, fact check that for me. Working on it. But that would ruin, because China's the second largest market in the movie industry. And if if China's not involved, it would have to kill everywhere else to beat Fate of the Furious's record. So what did Disney do to China to piss them off so bad? I don't yeah. know. John, you are, you are correct. Uh, Variety, Hollywood Reporter... And others have the story uh, that it will release in China May 11th, two weeks after the uh, April 27th date, that it will re- release to the rest of the world. I'm looking up the, uh, the reasoning now. They, um, they still have a domestic chance to beat Star Wars, which is very highly possible. I mean, you got $247 million opening weekend for Force Awakens. Is a killer opening. This is on track to make over 250. Jeez. For yeah. one opening weekend. I mean, these movies cost a billion dollars, so it has to make a lot of money. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm including both movies. I mean, you gotta pay 50 characters, so. You have to pay like 40 A list actors. Yeah. That's part of the issue here, too. Uh, it turns out that the release in China. Uh, as part of China's uh, annual quota of films that are imported to the country, uh, it had to be submitted for censorship approval, and then regulators set the release dates. And this release was set after China's May Day holiday. Mm. So again, it's, so it's not conflicting with people spending to get ready for the holiday. It is now. It will be coming out May 11th in China. That may screw with the international. Well, we records. Need to, we need to throw it to your China affiliate of Court of the Nerds <laughs> to talk to them and see how they feel about we this do, right, right now. First of all, we need a we would need a China affiliate for Court of Nerds. How amazing would that be? If that you are be. somehow listening in China and are interested in being our Chinese affiliate, oh, please we're contact in us you. at yeah. Court of Nerds Podcast at gmail Yeah, amazing. the one and only. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm super excited for the movie though. I mean, it's. It's. I just keep thinking about it, and it's so hard to wrap my mind around it. Ever since the beginning of it, where everyone's like, "Do you realize there's going to be like 65 people that are going to need screen time with with all the actors and all the different and a lists I mean, it's not just like, "Oh yeah, we got John's cousin to come through, yeah, right? Know, whatever, <laughs> you know." Like these are legit huge, na- you know, big budget actors. The three Chris's, right? <laughs> they should make a boy band. They should. Amazing. The three Chris's. <laughs> the three Chris's. But this is going to be insane. I mean, like. I'm very interested to see how screen time breaks up. I don't know what runtime is on it. I'm imagining three. It hours. is two and a half, I believe. I think two it's and 40, two and 240, 240. 240. Yeah, yeah, just over. So it's going to be a late night. Yes, it is. <laughs> but it, this is going to be ridiculous. Um, but if they pull it off, which I'm assuming they're going to, there's no reason to believe why they're not going to. And from what everybody's saying already, from like moments before, like you said, um, with the reviews coming in and stuff, it's going to be a nerd wet dream. I mean, like, it is just going to be splooge everywhere in that theater. Well, I was watching the documentary on the 10 years of Marvel Studios, yeah. and Feige was talking about how when they filmed uh, Civil War, they specifically filmed it in only IMAX. They used IMAX cameras for the whole thing, because sometimes they use IMAX cameras for certain scenes, and then they go back to original cameras or whatever they use, but they used IMAX cameras for the entire movie for Civil War, and this movie, I believe. And for like scenes like the airport, where it's super wide, and they needed to fit 
in all those characters. And that's only 12 characters. I think it was, what, six on each side at right. that point for Civil War. So this movie, there's going to be a scene, from what I've read, with over 50 characters in the scene. That's not a thing. That's ridiculous. If I mean, are there 50 characters? I mean... Maybe it wasn't fifty, but maybe it was, but enough enough to have that many on one one screen, and they're using IMAX cameras. It's going to be a lot to process. It's going to be deep nerd at this point. Oh yeah, and this, it's going to be good. This is uh, the tweet from uh, <laughs> Tasha Robinson from The Verge last night. Tasha is the former editor at the AV Club, uh, also a writer for NPR Books. Oh. Uh, if I'd seen Infinity War for the first time at a normal screening in a normal theater, I would have walked out afterwards, bought another ticket, and walked right back in for a second viewing. Uh, she tweets in a follow-up, I've been reviewing films for decades now, and I've never heard an audience react to the end of a film like the Infinity War audience reacted tonight. It was an astonishing experience, oh. and it's another reason I want to see the film again with a packed house. Uh, Inverse calls it epic, emotional, and shocking. Uh, and where was the other one here that I really loved? Oh, here we go. Uh, Gray Drake from Rotten Tomatoes, a senior editor. Laughter, fights, tough decisions, triumph and emptiness. Avengers had it all. I feel the weight of what I just saw and the journey to be, to, of the last 10 years bearing down. Mama needs a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, at Celebration Cinema, we can get that drink right there. Yes, we can. Now, this article is from 10 months ago, but it says Avengers War will have 60 characters. One scene will feature 32 of them. So, Holy I mean, you can shit. you base it off of that if you if you will. But, but. Beloved, <laughs> yeah, beloved Kevin Smith, I'm overwhelmed. The movie is epic beyond compare. My legs are still shaking. He says, I'll stay silent, Bob. <laughs> How many times have I quoted Thanos in the past month? It's getting a little annoying. It's annoying. It's getting, it's a getting annoying. annoying. John has yes. memorized Thanos' speech from the trailer. I have. Fantastic. It's, it's wonderful. And I've used it in scenarios and just replaced words. Excellent. So. <laughs> Excellent. Walk in with no pants. By the way, Time. we're also already getting the tweets of sit all the way through the credits. Yes. Well, I mean, that's kind of common knowledge at this point. By though, the way, right? also here's, a, here's also a reminder, and this may be overlooked. Uh, if you were going to an IMAX screening, if you are going to an opening night screening of Avengers Infinity War, please do the following things. Take a fucking shower. Wear some <laughs> fucking deodorant and dress for the occasion. I, dude, I'm not kidding. I know you're not. It's a fucking hot box of nerd meat in there. I, I got, and got me and Gavin. We're big boys. But we're going to be smelling sexy as We're going to be smelling sexy because I'm a shower. I'm going to deodorize. I'm coming straight from an NFL draft party to this. I'm putting deodorant and body spray in the car so that I smell like I stepped out of a frat party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at least it will be a nice smell for those sitting near me at Celebration Cinema. I got the, the one addendum I have, and hopefully this isn't an issue since we're going to, like, opening night, you know, like the big... A late movie, opening night, A late mind opening you. night. Yeah. Please be fucking courteous and shut up. Shut off your cell phone. Just just be quiet. Don't be playing on your phone. I, I don't understand how people will sit and play on their phone when, like, they're seeing... Uh, Star Wars opening weekend, I had an entire family, like five, two parents and three kids, all playing on their phone through Last Jedi. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? You know? And it, it, that drives me insane. So, Especially when you pay $18 yeah. per ticket for IMAX 3D. Like... 
this it is you pay for the experience. You don't pay f- to look at somebody playing with their phone, right? Or eating loud snacks, or crying babies, or whatever you want. I'm telling you, you're gonna fall in love with the back row if you've never sat in it. And I think you, I think you said yeah, you have, yeah, but yeah. It, you'll ne- I I will never never not sit in the back row I'm super ever again. Excited to have your hand on my leg. It's gonna be great time. It's gonna be fantastic. We're gonna have point out he is looking at John when he says that, yes. not his wife. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Who is here, but, you know, I just said, Gavin's been flirting with us the whole time, and I'm not going to argue with it. I'm a whore. While we've got you here, dude, I think we'd be remiss if we don't talk about free comic book day. Oh, shit. I mean, might as well. Awesome. So that so is. So good. Yeah. That, what, that is May 5th. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Real quick. I want to throw out a quick thing, if, if I may. Dude, Please. feel free. Right before. This, this coming Sunday in Holland is going to be a cool little comic and toy show called Tulip City Comic Con. Yeah, I think we've met up with you guys the past couple yeah. of years out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not huge, but it's it's nice. It's a good show for, I think it's five bucks to get through the door. And it's a good day to just kind of wander around and see what's new out there. Uh, the 501st has been out there the past few years. There's yeah. some good cosplay that shows up yeah. for a little con. Our buddy Kingpin's always out there. Kingpin's always there. Looking he's fly as fresh. He always does. Oh, he really is. It's fairly renovated. It's like brand newly renovated too, right? That's next year. It's, uh, oh, it's, next year. it's at a hotel this year, and then oh, next okay. year they're moving it back down to the Civic, I believe. Okay. So yeah, if you're out and about though, go and go and hit that place up. It'll be a good time next Sunday. But the weekend after that, free comic book day. Free comic book day. And Tardy's is the place to be. Why? Because that's where your court of nerds is going to be. Mm-hmm. So come on out, say hi to us. You guys are doing some awesome giveaways already. If people don't like Tardies on Facebook or Dude. follow you guys on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. They got to get on that because you guys are doing some kick-ass giveaways. They do. They, they already do. They already know exactly what we're doing. But I'll just refresh them just so yeah, they yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Might sure well. they already all follow us and they mm-hmm. know exactly what's going but on. But just in case, drop some knowledge on the fools. Just go on our Facebook, like and share the post, and we are giving away every single free comic book day title to one person. Who wins it? All you got to do is like and share the post. You win every single book. I think it's 50 books. 52 books. Wow. Two fifty-two titles, and then you get a free free comic book day line cat pop. So you get the big chunk. You don't have to drive around and hit up people. Um, most shops are only giving away. If, if you don't win the, the giveaway, most shops are giving away one or two books. We're giving away five books per person. Um but if you win that getaway, you get that giveaway, you're done for the day. You can just be like, all right, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to come pick these up and, uh, and yeah, yeah. outside and eat some tasty treats and chat with the Court of Nerds. That's uh, perfect. Our dear friend uh, B. Stick yes. from Grand Rapids Comic Con will be out there with us. Awesome. Uh, um, King's going to be there. King's coming out. Andy's going to be there, and he's going to be doing his thing, his, his sketches, which are amazing. Yeah. Uh, he, he's going to be hanging out with us all day. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I have yeah. to continue the Tauntaun riding superhero. You definitely or superhero riding a Tauntaun theme. But uh, yeah, Andy's going to be coming out. Um, you guys are going to be there. Grand Rapids Comic Con's going to be there. Our friends Haunted Enchantment's going to be there. They do kind of like goth horror punk jewelry. That's super cool. They'll be set up outside. Um, and also, we're going to be doing some epic sales. We figured we'd do it easy this year and. We're doing 25% off store-wide. Boom. Boom. On anything. Back issues, back wall stuff. The only, okay, small stipulations. 
not your pull and hold books because that question will come up every single time. <laughs> right? Can I just save all my pull? Because that's that's what I'm, I'm doing. Gonna, I got a I'm bunch. I'm just gonna I gotta come in. It's fine. It's once a year I'll be in. I'll be in on free comic. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> that's no, 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 ah, no. It's no. not how this works. No reminder: if you have a pull list, pick that shit up. Don't be a dick. Yeah. And then, uh, which reminds me, I gotta come pick up my pull list. <laughs> dick. I know, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For the record, I think it's hilarious. I think my pull list currently has more books for my girlfriend and my son than for me right now. That's fantastic. Well, with Percy going off of Arrow, I don't know if I'm going to keep reading it. I love Percy's run, and I'm not sold on this next guy yet. Man. You know, but I might switch over to Titans, which he's writing, which he's doing well on. So. I'm interested to see what this next jump of DC is going to be. Um, yeah, there's some rumors about a, another fresh start initiative, but uh, I think it would be more referring to the creative teams than it would be like... Why would you upset the apple cart if you're DC right now? Really? I mean, because you're out here killing the game. Hmm. Two to one. Two to one. Two to one. Two to one. Anything else that we're selling, DC's selling two to one right now. I mean, they're selling out everything. I, I, you know, this is not to ever slander Tom King and this current Batman run, but the, the re- most recent issue of Batman, what was it, 45? Yeah. It wasn't even reviewed as a great issue of Batman, and they still sold out the entire first run. They already sent it to second printing. Oh, and it's great. I mean, like, I, I literally just read it. Uh, before I came here, I hadn't had a chance to read it yet. But no, it's excellent. I read that and Mr. Miracle. Oh, and Mr. Miracle is. Oh, is there, if there's a better book being put out right now than Mr. Miracle, I don't know what the fuck it is. Prove me wrong. Where's my right? copy? I've been cup? told. Uh, what is it? Uh, Infidel. <laughs> yeah. Is supposed to be possibly better. It's that's a good one too for sure. Our good friend Eric Holtgren from M Live is massively into that book. Told me I have to pick it up. It's mm. excellent. Well, and I mean, like, don't let me sell short of the indie market right now because I mean. One thing that I'm loving, and I, a lot of people have jumped onto it, but Ice Cream Man is fucking fantastic. It's anthology, so you don't have to worry about reading every single issue. You can pick it up and read the story. There's a reoccurring Ice Cream Man through the whole entire thing, and it's fantastic. Just cool. Has that old school, like, uh, Goosebumps feel, kind of, but a little bit darker, you know, just like I'm almost an adult Goosebumps, you know? But it just has this cool, creepy feel to it. It's great. <laughs> Very, very cool. And then, of course, there's all the stuff Boom Studios is doing. Um, oh Boom is killing the game. That uh, that Power Rangers Shattered Grid stuff is nuts. That's uh, They just announced, and we were actually talking, we had a big discussion about it in uh, the Court of Nerds chat today, about uh, uh, they're putting out an Undertaker book. Hell yeah. They hired someone to do an Undertaker graphic novel. And uh, we're really excited. We're hoping to be able to talk to the author here on the podcast soon and see, you know, his thoughts and how much input he got from the dead man himself. So that's cool. And the WWE Boom Book has been really fun. They're currently in an arc about the women's evolution with uh, the four horsewomen, John, Mm. who are... Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, You know this, It's Becky. Yep. It's Charlotte. Yep. It's... Oh, no. Come on. These are... Your girls on Raw. Is it... Oh, uh, Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, these are four, well, these are four women who kind of changed the way WWE looked at women's wrestling awesome. and made them take it seriously. You know, no more nightgowns, no more lingerie, no more you know no mud more pillow matches. matches. Yeah, pillow fights. These are legitimately incredible athletes who happen to have lady parts. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and what's what's great too about uh, Boom and WWE. WWE is behind this book. Like, they're having ads playing during bouts and different things like that. You know, they had uh, a huge presence, presence, I guess, at WrestleMania. Yeah, um, Boom was out there. Oh, yeah. Boom was at Access Big. Uh, Samoa Joe was signing the book. They did a WrestleMania special. That's killer. Um, and and we, they're doing a ton of stuff with it. And, John, you'll love this. The next story arc they're doing, 
Kevin versus Sammy fight forever. <laughs> I love it. So again, <laughs> really cool stuff coming out. If you're not, this is a big thing we tell people a lot. We, we get pretty deep nerd on this podcast. But if you want to start reading comic books, the best place to start is at your local comic shop. It really is because the people who work there are not car salesmen. This is not a mattress store. Gavin and D are not making commission off of what they sell you because you're spending $3 on a fucking book. Well, and, but they want to find something. You guys want to find something that people love. You want to find a story that you're hooked on and, and that you keep coming back. And now, you know, Gavin and D are part of the family. Here's the thing. 99% of the time I start talking to somebody about a comic book, I'm not trying to sell them on it. I'm just fucking excited to talk about it. Like, yeah. whoa, man, let me tell you about this. This is going to be awesome, you know? And that's usually how it starts. And people are like, ah, oh, I'm going to go grab that book. And I'm like, cool. I'm glad you're excited about it. And I didn't even realize, like, Deanna will come up behind me and she's like, that was a really good, like, sales pitch. I'm like, sales pitch? No. no that's just, I literally just, I like that book. I was very excited about it. I wish somebody <laughs> else would come so I could tell them about it. I was, I was reading it before you got here. I'm mad at them for not reading it yet. They just bought it and they need to read it now. I told them to go next door, get a sandwich, come back, and we'll talk about it right now. By the way, I love this. The New York Times printed... Uh, review of Avengers Infinity War is out. The headline, gentlemen, Avengers Infinity War. It's Marvel's universe. We all just live in it. <laughs> I don't even need to, le- to read that review. Nope. No. Uh, but the, the, the tagline, Infinity, come on. It's not even three hours, but there's enough time to get a hunky Chris showdown. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good hunky Chris showdown? Oh, man. Again, guys, a reminder, go to your local comic book shops, and even more so, go to Tardy's. Like it's it, this. This is. I mean, it's not a. It's not a paid endorsement, but like it's where I buy my books. Aww. It's where my kid spends all my money on toys. That's, it's true. It's hundred really percent true, and you know it. You keep those damn Spider Mans out of your your glass case, Gavin. I keep the Spider Mans in stock and make him happy. Killing me out here. Well, Again, go, for everything you need. Go see everybody. I mean, like go see all the comic book shops. I mean, go check them out. There's a lot of people come in that are either they've never been to a comic book shop before and they buy their books. Uh, at Barnes & Noble and they're like, wow, this experience is amazing. Or they're at a comic book shop or something along those lines. They they got burned in the past or whatever. They had a bad experience. Somebody talked down to them or something like that. Come back and try it again. because And if you're getting talked down to, just tweet out like, oh my god, this comic book shop talked down to me. It was horrible. Call and them we'll, out. We'll all go, hey, that sucks. Come in and talk to us about things. Right. I mean, you, we had that exact experience. I brought my girlfriend in who had had a terrible experience at another comic shop, and, and she met you guys and was like, oh, a safe place to have books. It can be just as, I mean, like, you go to places like Us or Vault or Pyramid, or Pyramid Scheme, uh, Comic Signal, or, you know, like, go, go to these shops that are have cool people and know what they're talking about. Right, go say hi to our boys Andy and Tub over at Goldmine. See? Yeah. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, is have fun. Oh, and by the way, Thanos demands your silence, John. It does. He does. Do you want to? Do you want to give the speech and make it about not spoiling the movie? I'm I'm okay with you doing that right now if you want to. Are you ready for it? In time, you will know what it's like to be quiet, to feel so desperately that you're loud, but to be quiet all the same. Dread it. Rum from it. Punch you in the mouth if you talk. <laughs> Hashtag punch your face. Hashtag punch in the face. All right, listen, we will see you guys. If you see us out at Celebration Cinema North on Thursday leading up to Avengers Infinity War, please say hi to John. Please say hi to Gavin. 
please don't talk to me. I'm going to be very tired and annoyed. <laughs> Got a 14-hour day and then going straight to Avengers, baby. Oh, yeah. No sleep! So any predictions before we go? All right, death count, death count, death count. How many bodies do they drop? And give me one big name who dies. John, you seem ready for this. I say three. Top, I'm going to go with Loki. Rule of threes. John's invoking rule of threes and calling out the god of mischief to die. Yeah, and Pepper Potts. I think she's gone. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think yeah, Potts son. is dead. Killing off Peapots. Iron Man don't cry unless baby mama die. Oh, Iron Man do too cry. Don't <laughs> cry like a bitch. Had an anxiety attack in the middle of nowhere. Oh, the incident. The incident. Motherfucker, weak. Soft. I don't know. Get back on the rum. Get back on the sauce. God damn. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Gavin, you got any guesses on a body count and who dies? I honestly think 3-2, but I'm thinking Captain America dies. I really, really do. I think that moment where we see him struggling with Thanos is just before he ends up getting squished. Well, and then they've been kind of leading up with Bucky and all that kind of stuff where Bucky's right. going to jump back in. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's going to happen. Um, I would also be very excited. I don't know if it's popped up in spoilers yet or not, but I would be very excited to see Better Ray Bill in this thing. Beta Ray Bill! Come on, I mean, they're busy making Stormbreaker out there. Yeah. The man is damn hammer. Absolutely. I need a horse god right now. Bring me the horse god champion! Because he was in Ragnarok. You saw his face among the champions. Absolutely. And Um, Man-Thing for some reason. Oh, God, that was so fucking cool. (laughs) Uh... All right, I'm going to actually go with, with I'm going to stay with the odd number, but I think they're going to drop five. I think we see more bodies drop than we're anticipating. Uh, I think Captain America is among them. That's been too far foreshadowed. Yeah. And Evans is really the only one who hasn't said, no, no, I'm willing to come back. He wants to go right and direct and be behind the lens and maybe take some time off from wearing tights every few years. Maybe. I don't know. Have a little funny to donut or two. I don't blame um, him. I don't blame him either. Uh, but I also think the one that hasn't been predicted yet, I think one of the Guardians dies. One of the Guardians of the Galaxy dies. You have to make room for Adam Warlock on the team. You got to kill somebody. Mm. And I think the logical option is the new girl. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about her, honestly. I know, but she's technically a Guardian. Yeah. I was, or, do you, or do you kill... Or uh, Nebula. Do you kill James... Do you kill the, the gun? The, the James's brother? Because <laughs> he's with them now, too. He's rolling around. He should be in the Milano when they pick up uh, Thor. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think you can't kill Rocket. You can't kill Groot. You can't kill Rocket. You can't kill Groot. I don't think you can kill Gamora. No. No. Uh, and you can't kill Star-Lord. Nope. Now, Drax, I think you could kill. Well, I think you could kill Drax. And I mean, like... Probably. Dr- Drax is already, like, death cult anyway. Like, I'm going to kill him or he's going to kill me. Right, I die or Thanos dies. Right. So, so. I mean, Batista's going down. Yeah. Is, is, real quick segue. Has anybody seen the trailer for that new movie with that he's in, Hotel Artemis? I've seen it pop up like crazy on social media because they are doing that whole social media blitz, yeah. and I have yet to watch a trailer. It looks fantastic. We went, mm. and, we went and saw, uh, shit, Super Troopers. And mm. it was an uh, opening trailer on that. Charlie Day is going to be in it. I'm super excited. It looks mm. fantastic. All right. That's it. That's all for us. Free comic book day. Tardies. Us. Gavin. D. And, 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 you know, D and Brittany are much better to look at than the rest of us. So at least Truth. we will have someone attractive there for people to interact but with. But we're funny. We'll make you laugh. Maybe we'll bring a dog. Uh, yeah. There'll be a puppy. Let's go with that. Is he, is he a puppy still? Yeah, 10-year-old puppy. 10-year-old puppy. 
<laughs> oh, real quick address to the store. If oh, you don't yeah, feel like tell people where the fuck it is. 2009 Eastern Ave, Southeast, Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49507. In case you don't feel like Googling it. It's right there at the corner of Eastern Burton if you don't know what you're doing. It's right, right next to Eastern Deli. Right next to Eastern Deli. Get a sandwich. Come over. Call us nerds. Do it. Do it. That being said, we are your Court of Nerds. I'm Drew. I'm John. We'll see you guys at the movies. I'm Colin Bunn, and I'm a close personal friend, the Court of Nerds.